I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, fellow humans. Welcome to the Hot Mess Clubhouse, a podcast that celebrates funny women. I'm your fangirly host, Lucy Vine, and my guest today is the clever and brilliant Harriet Brain. This musical comedy genius has won so many intense awards, I don't even have time to list them all. But trust me, she's amazing. She's about to head off to Edinburgh Fringe to do her bloody brilliant show, Les Admirables, which she pronounces in a much sexier way in this conversation. We also talk about her terrible audition for Britain's Got Talent, lizards from outer space, and how hot we find Nigella Lawson. Have fun! Hello, Harriet. Hi. Welcome to the Hot Mess Clubhouse. Thank you for having me. Um, you are amazing. Oh, thank you. you. Also, like, just keep winning all these awards. Like, well, like, <laughs> do you want? Could you just list a few of the awards that you have won recently? Um, well, they've all got cool names as well. Like, oh uh, gosh, like yeah. Well, one, right? there's so many names. Well, I was I was nominated for the Amused Moose okay. uh, Best Show Award. So, well done on saying that. Yeah. So, uh, clearly. Nominated for the Amused Moose Best Chew um, at the Edinburgh Fringe. That must have been two years ago. Okay. And you um, won the Funny Women Award. Won the Funny That's the big one. That's yeah, the big that's one. That's right. the big one. I was nominated for a prize at the Leicester Comedy Festival. That's probably my most recent one, actually. Amazing. Congratulations. Um, but all of this has been for my debut show, well, apart from the Funny Women, which is for the just for a set rather sure. than a, a show. But everyone gets excited when you're doing your first show. And then I've noticed that um, when you're on your second or third, it's like children, I imagine. You know, people are just a bit less excited. Yeah, it's definitely the same in the book world. Like, daily yeah. book, everyone's like, wow, yes, exciting. <laughs> Lost interest. So it's to be expected. You're not the novelty anymore, Harry yeah. and Jane. <laughs> and I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you're doing brilliantly, oh, and I'm re- very grateful that you're here. Thank you so oh, much. Um, for anyone who isn't familiar with your work, could you describe your comedy? Because it's not your bog-standard stand-up. No, I'm not a stand-up. <laughs> and I always sort of, when people describe me as a stand-up, I'm always like, well, not really. Although <laughs> it is the simplest thing to say, because, yes, I do stand-up and do comedy. But um, it, I do musical comedy yeah. with my little guitar, uh, very occasionally piano, but mostly guitar. And um, I sing songs about dead people. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Some of them are parody songs, which helps with the more obscure dead people, I have to say. <laughs> I did an entire show about um, artists and architects and things like that. Yeah. And um, I don't know why people like it as much as they do, <laughs> to be honest. I never thought it would work, but it, I'm having a great time. 
And now I've, I've, I'm doing a show about dead lady scientists. That is fantastic. Yeah. Um, you do combine a lot of genres. Yeah. The comedy and the I got, music and the des- art. Yeah. The- Martin, my producer this year, described my show as, described me as a sort of like musical encyclopedia. Amazing. Which I really like. Yeah, he was like, your shows are like encyclopedias are on a on a topic and they're so dense and I was like oh thank you so you <laughs> he meant it in a nice way and you have a laugh exactly <laughs> <laughs> but you are a slight overachiever I feel that is a lot of things to be piling into yes, one yes I guess job. so <laughs> it is um I I never I wouldn't describe myself as an overachiever necessarily because all all of these things have sort of I mean maybe it's a sort of oldest child syndrome thing but a lot of them seem to be just people just seem to be happy that I'm doing something with my life (laughs) like you know after how many siblings have you got I've only got one okay but you're the big sister I'm the big sister and I know how old is your brother or sister I've always acted a lot a bit younger than her she's a lot more grown up than me even though she is a grand old age of 20 She's nearly. Yeah, I know, but she, her birthday's this month. Um, she is nearly so twenty-seven. Her birthday? Or? No, she's nearly twenty-seven. She's like twenty-seven in a week. Okay, how old are you? I'm twenty-nine. Okay, congratulations. Thanks. How do you feel about the potential? No, hang on. I'm twenty-eight. She's twenty. <laughs> she's twenty-six. I'm jumping ahead because. Okay, that's really embarrassing. I know my Does own age. I'm, 20, I'm twenty-eight. I'm is twenty-eight. This a, a, just a complete oh made-up person persona that you. Yeah, take she's on. she's a year older than me. Okay, just <laughs> for no reason. Um, oh, I was well. I was going to ask how you felt about approaching thirty then, but you're not. No, you're not even. Well, yeah, maybe that's what I'm anxious about, and I just I'm trying to. Get it out the way. Get it out the yeah. Years just early. be like, oh, I must, I must be thirty by now, surely. <laughs> I've lived a life. Thirties <laughs> no. is great. You'll enjoy it. How did you end up doing this particular niche brand of comedy? <laughs> Completely by accident. Sure. Um, I never ever. I was never one of those people who thought this is what I want to do, as in comedy. Are, this isn't a thing, so you can't have thought. Well, no, I'm a pioneer of sorts, I suppose, if you want to put it like that. Um, it all started when... Sure. Tell me your life origin story. story. Um, it all started when, in, I think it was my final year of uni, maybe, I went to art school in, in Scotland. Edinburgh. In Edinburgh. And it was amazing. And me and my friends were all... We were quite a sort of strange bunch, Sure. And they were great, and I saw them the other day, and everyone's fine and still strange. <laughs> and um, someone in the group had this amazing idea to do a, a sh- an exhibition, because we had to do one every year. We had the idea to do an exhibition that was, like, art jokes. Okay. So we would subvert, like, things we've seen. For example, it was a bit of a party, so we thought we'd do, like, art party games. So we had, like, a Jeff Koons dog pinata. Okay. <laughs> that was a good one. And we had uh, Damien Hurst dot painting twister. Incredible. Which obviously is unplayable. Um, and it <laughs> was just... The whole thing seems unplayable to It me. was I'd incredible. and and be so lost on For me. this show, because they were like, oh, we need some sort of, like, um, exhibition opening entertainment. And I was like, oh, I'll write, I'll write a song. Because I was, a mu- I was trying to be a musician. Musical. Yeah. Okay. I was trying to be a musician. And I've written about... I've written a few serious songs in my life. And I was just sort of brainstorming with my flatmate and suddenly realised that Matisse... Kind of rhymed with Jolene. <laughs> sort not, of. Sort of, not really. If you do it in a particular accent. Yes. So that's how you started. Yeah, Matisse, Jolene was my first and one. And you were just kind of doing it in front of small groups initially. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the exhibition opening was my first gig, um, and that was about 10 people. 
And then didn't they really... Laughed. Oh, my God, they loved it. Yeah. I was like, maybe I hit on something here. <laughs> I think I did three three songs. I can't remember exactly art, which ones. Uh, based songs All at this point. very, very specific and niche, like full yeah. of references that I never... Nobody understood. <laughs> it was just... Well, they were just very specifically about those... Those yeah. artists and those paintings. If you didn't know who these artists yeah, were. Yeah, but luckily I mean, the everyone only, there did. Um, <laughs> I don't know anything about art at mm. all. I am just, but I still find them really funny. Um, your so- your songs about artists. I mean, my only frame of reference is like if Lainey Boggs from She's All That like started. <laughs> that's what I'm picturing when I think Amazing. about you at art school. Um, but you don't wear glasses, so that's very mm. disappointing. No, so you can't in the have future. some kind of sexy transformation. I'm a librarian as well, so oh, I, I really should wear glasses. Really, really I'm letting should. the team down. Yeah, yeah. You should at least be doing <laughs> some porn on the side. I know. Yeah, filming that after No glasses, no tits. Yeah. What am so I doing? You, <laughs> <laughs> you said um, that you were trying to be a serious musician, and I wanted to ask you yeah. about this. So do you write serious music as well? No, not anymore. Okay. <laughs> um, it's not long gone. I think the last time I tried to write songs, and I, I was in a band and we were trying to write songs and things like that, was probably... 2015 so yeah I've not really tried to do it for a few years because honestly it's well for me it was a much harder world to break into and get gigs and stuff um maybe I was just useless at it didn't really know what I was doing but like as soon as I started doing comedy that is in not at exhibitions or poetry nights (laughs) it's on airplane mode no that's fine Harriet's phone keeps vibrating. Uh, what was I saying? Oh my gosh. Um, so, seriously, you were talking about yes, how you I, auditioned yeah. for X Factor. <laughs> I auditioned for one of those shows. Did you? Which one? The Voice? Britain's Got Talent, I think. Did you? Yeah. But you as a comedian. Still, I was going to say, you yeah. can still do that. That would be a great USP. Um, but it was the most horrific audition I've ever done. Oh, really? Yeah. Because it was an awful situation or because you did a really bad Ah, uh, both. <laughs> okay, cool. What was bad about it then? Kind of everything. Had you been asked? Because I, I, I feel like most yes. people get asked to audition. I did get asked to so audition. Been approached by producers. Yeah, I wasn't banging on the her door because um, it's not really. <laughs> I my... don't even want it. I don't even like them. I don't. It's not. Like I don't. Me. I don't really. To, to be really honest, like I don't like You're those ruining your shows. Of winning with one of these shows. Well, now. I think I've blown it forever. <laughs> it was basically a room with a few producers, I presume, of okay. the show in it, and they it just didn't. Horrifying. They didn't react at all. And then I started to get like loads of self doubt, like because I, I tried to, I was starting to like already preemptively like imagine myself on the show, and I was like, God, this wouldn't work at all. And I was thinking that whilst playing my Picasso song, I think it was, and then I get to this like really, it's great in a comedy club, but it's embarrassing anywhere else. Like I do an impression of a trumpet. And oh, yeah. it's very good. It is very good. <laughs> Could you do it for us quickly, just right now? Of course. Um, etc. etc. <laughs> so you did that for them, and they weren't going away. Them. They did not react. They just didn't react. Um, and it was just awful. So did you then get a follow-up um, call away? No. Ghosted by the producer. Oh, totally ghosted. You got ghosted, which is fine. Oh, I'm so sad. You never got to meet Amanda Holden. Imagine you could have been best friends by now. <laughs> that would mean that you never had a chance of being friends with Phil Schofield, though. Have you been following this celebrity? Isn't he like feud? really mean or something? Apparently. Well, yeah. this is this. Which side you're going to take? Phil and Amanda hate each other. Our drug I road. don't. I mean, I hate to be a fly in the ointment, but I don't like either of them. So. Okay, good. So you don't even care about their celeb feud. Not okay, really. Good. We'll move on. Are there any celeb feuds that you do care about? Oh, not. 
alive celebrities. Okay. I'm, I, I really love a celeb feud. Yeah. <laughs> and I really am uh, into Taylor Swift um, calling out everybody in the music yeah. industry. I do like Taylor Swift, <laughs> actually. Too. She is amazing. If you ever stop um, writing songs about like cooler things you could just start slagging off all your exes and stuff in songs and be the, well, the comedy the comedy Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift oh what a amazing idea except I don't have any exes okay well I do I have technically two and a half but we I've never been broken up with it was always because it was like a geography thing, like they moved away or I moved away. Oh, I see. And it was just like, oh, well, let's just not anymore, even oh, okay. though we but love I each think, other. I feel like when Taylor Swift started out, she had never... So a lot of her songs initially, mm. early on, were all about how she wanted to find love and the whole, like, white horse love story um, yes, era. That's true. Which is a little could, bit more of a saccharine. I could just <laughs> lie. I could just, just make it up. Make it up. Yeah, just call out a few celebrities mm. on Twitter, start some celebrity feuds, then write some songs about how much you hate Kanye West. <sighs> I've sold it. I've sold your life for you. A friend of mine did a show how much about how much she loves Kanye uh, What's his name again? Kanye West. I nearly said Keanu, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I think it was called What Would Kanye Do? And actually, no, I didn't, I didn't watch it. Oh, I didn't see it because it clashed with... No, it, she's an amazing friend, but it clashed... No, you're a bad friend. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm a terrible friend, but it did clash with my show. So. Oh, well, that's fair enough. You couldn't exactly sack your own mm. show off. No, as much as I wanted to. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so we're now going to do the Clubhouse Initiation. Mm, which good. is a series of very penetrating and serious questions. Ouch. Um, but are you ready? Yeah. Do you think you and I are on the same page about Nigella Lawson? What page are you on? Well, this is what I'm asking you. Do you think, do you, do you sense... Like sexual page? Fairly sexual, yeah. Okay, then, yeah. Probably. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's good. Do you apologise too much? Probably. Ten, I, women tend to, yeah. and I am a woman, so... You are. Yeah, okay. I reckon I do. Are you allergic to anything? I'm a celiac, so... Oh, okay. Is that something so you not an allergy. for a long time? Yeah, since I was nine or ten. Oh, God, right. But that's not, strictly speaking, an allergy. It's an autoimmune response... Oh, um, okay. ...to gluten. Yeah. It's very lame. Um, would you like to be rich? Uh, I'd like to be richer than I am now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you'd done Britain's Got Talent... Amanda and you could be oh. on a yacht right now. So I'm just saying. Mm. Are Making you me want to a go dis- back then? <laughs> grovel. <laughs> beg them for another chance. Please, Amanda. Yeah. You, I mean, you could ask Alicia Dixon if she'd have a word. She might be a mm. bit more receptive. I prefer her. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I don't know why I was going on about Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a decisive person? Um, <laughs> obviously not. I can't say. <laughs> Good one. Comedian. <laughs> I'm just always on. What, can I say? <laughs> what conspiracy theory do you kind of secretly believe? Or, you know, emphatically believe, whichever. Oh, I went along with one for a while because it was so funny. Um, just the whole Illuminati one. Because my, I think it, it started, you know, ages ago, this this um, conspiracy. And I think it, it arrived in this country a bit late as well, even. But like the whole like thing where like there were a group of people who were secretly like lizards from space, <laughs> and 
and other things. But my is that the Illuminati? Like, because I know Scientology, they love aliens. There were sort of aliens yes. that like started the or stuff or something or interfered with the human race. And yeah, but is the Illuminati similar? Is I it lizards? Think it's- lizards? There's probably several different versions of the theory going around, yeah. but, but the basically one they're in control of every everything. Yes, and I found it funny because it I it kind of came along a bit too late late for me to believe any of it, but it just my sister was very very susceptible to this sort of thing, and so she would sort of like go on and on about it really earnestly, and and oh. it would just make me laugh. <laughs> so you so pretended to I pretended it. to yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Um, do you cry in public? Not often. I have I have done, I think, probably a couple of times because I, I'm a very, very sad drunk. Oh, are And, you? of course, what you're often drunk in public right. rather than at home, sure. which is the right way around, yeah. allegedly. And, uh, yeah, so I've definitely cried in public while drunk, yeah. What would, where do you go, like, when you're crying? Would you run to the loose or do you just sit there crying? No, I think I get a bit weird and perverted about it I'm like like everyone has to see tears on people's faces everyone has to see me cry lick my tears and everyone has to think it's their fault yes (laughs) and if anybody asks you if you're okay you just go don't worry about it or like what do you think (laughs) oh that's so much better (laughs) what do you think (sighs) how much do you beat yourself up over things that have happened quite a lot yeah yeah visit things in your brain a lot yeah yeah, I, yes, I'm, I'm quite a sort of um, ruminator on uh, yeah. really small things that probably don't matter. You just want to switch your brain off sometimes, don't you? Mm, yeah. Have you ever tried to get off with someone just because it was a bit wrong? Um. Oh my god! Actually, yes. Oh god! <laughs> You've just reminded me of one of those one of those awful things that I occasionally can't stop thinking about because I was such a horrible bitch. Oh really? Was it um, someone's boyfriend? No, it was some. It was someone's crush. Okay. But like she was, it was her birthday, as oh, in, no. <laughs> and and she was like, "Tonight's the night, guys. Tonight's the night. I'm gonna get with him." And I did. <laughs> did you just think, "Fuck it, I'll I, do it"? I really, did you well, actually I fancy really it? fancied him as well. Oh, you did did so she it, know that or was no, 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 no. But like, I was very much the usurper because I think she'd been trying to get this going for. Ages and I just stormed in and was like, nom, 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 nom. "Good kissing technique." <laughs> Did, was she angry about it? I think so, but she was a much she was a very restrained person, so I, she didn't like you know. Start, and did it start become a, fight a thing between you and this guy? No, no, it was all for all for absolutely nothing. Of oh, course. Well, good snog. I mean, bad yeah. snog from what you just showed me. But <laughs> <laughs> why not? Um, and then finally, are you a person who compliments others? Not and when you do, do you actually really. mean them, or is it just like a bit of manipulation? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't do the manipulation thing. No, um, because it feels so creepy when you do it. <laughs> and it, yeah, I don't like feeling creepy. No, I mean, no, I don't think many people enjoy that. Feeling. Yeah, and also, like, if I'm trying to sort of get someone to do something for me or be a bit more lenient with something, I probably wouldn't go for the compliment it just, it just seems so transparent it's just a bit slimy yeah I yeah. would have thought that anyone could see through that but so how do can't. you manipulate people <laughs> oh, I need to learn I don't yeah. I don't know it's not again yeah <laughs> selling a little or a lot 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Well, congratulations. You have um, passed the clubhouse initiation. You are now oh, a member of the clubhouse. And here is your welcome to the club hey, goodie bag. I love I don't a know, goodie bag. Do you drink? Bag. Do, you drink? Uh, do I? Yeah, good. Oh, <laughs> yes, please. So there's a couple of little... Despite the little intense, de- depressive qualities of alcohol on my yeah. personality, I, yes, I still drink. I just want to see you cry in public. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I matter. love a canny g and uh, Do you want to open it right now? You can. Maybe. Wednesday night. Let's Hello. get this party started. I mean, yeah, do it. Listen to that. Yes. Listen to that little ring pull. Yeah. Oh, my God, thank you. No problem. Are you a chocolate person? I am. Oh, good. Yes. Okay, so that is an acceptable... <laughs> Good. Excellent. Okay. Well, so you're about to see the fringe. Yes. Again. Yes. Are you, do you get nervous? Are you a nervous person? Um. No. Weirdly, like I, I definitely was, but I think I got over it all um, at a fairly early age because I was, you know, trying so desperately to be a musician, um, and this was all like back when I was sort of fifteen, sixteen, and I, you know, a couple of really strange gigs when you're underage. At, venues that you shouldn't really be in um and doing cool stuff it kind of you kind of like get over it so I got I got I got over it probably around then and I haven't really been very nervous since you know you get like a little little flutter occasionally especially if it's a slightly hostile atmosphere at a gig or something like that but then I find it usually like eggs me on a bit oh really yeah like I might get a bit like oh dear but then because you want to win them over when I'm on I'm like you're gonna love me by the end of this (laughs) (laughs) and do they yes there you go it's I I think it starts with bad experiences willing them to do it um not awful oh that's good I've had plenty of sort of um you know people who are who sort of don't mean any harm but are sort of shouting whatever right but I've never had anyone because I don't I do such, not, I was going to say bland there, but like such, <laughs> such inoffensive 
my comedy is very inoffensive. I think but it's also more of a some. I think maybe more of a performance, and maybe more I think of it's, it's quite theatrical. Like yeah, stand up. It's almost more like yeah. a conversation. People feel like they can talk back, but maybe when someone's literally singing, mm. I would feel much more. Not that I'm a heckler, but also like because I'm quite openly like a loser, <laughs> like, <laughs> and I think people generally just kind of. In what way Warm to that. Because so I, I sing songs about art history. Okay, yeah. I'll Come do, on. I'll do that. Um, no, you're an intellectual. Exactly. Well, I think it's, it's that, and it's it's like the pseudo aspect. Of, it's like it's it's a ridiculous thing to be doing, and I think people people <laughs> kind of ridiculous. people kind of respond in a, in a way that's like, huh, rather than <laughs> she saying something I don't agree with. Yeah. Because they're almost so sort of like stunned by the weirdness of it that they like, uh, okay, all right, <laughs> yeah. But there's probably going to be a point of fame where, you know, you like probably would get some shit back. Do you think that you could have, would you want to be famous? Probably no, famous? I don't think so. No? Because like knowing people who are on that path and who are getting getting famous... I mean, it's not like, you know, it's not like any of them are like the Mickey Mouse Club or anything, like, going completely off the rails or whatever. Up-to-date reference, love Oh, it. that's what you get with Harriet Brain. Um, but it's, there are so many rubbish aspects of it. Just just literal bullying from strangers. Yeah, especially and, as a woman. Not and I have not issue, had but... any of that yet because oh, I'm, really nice. I'm not famous enough to have it. Because that's literally it. As soon as you get a little bit known... Yeah. You start getting really childish bullies. That's yeah. all, that's the word, really. Yep. Trolls, whatever. But that's what they're doing. Yeah, it's horrible. Do you feel like you have been accepted by the comedy world yet? You've been doing it a couple of few years now. Yeah, right? I th- I hope so. Yeah. Unless they're all really good at <laughs> being nice. But everyone's been but nice to not, you. Yeah, honestly, comedians. I think I found my tribe definitely. Oh, that's really nice. They're just so. Nice to be around. Yeah. Like I remember straight straight from the from the beginning, and I was doing um, you know, new act competitions and things like that. As soon as I walk into the room, people would just be like chatting. They've never met before. You know, everyone's happy to be there, and yeah, really, it's That's nice. really nice. Um, I don't know if you feel like this, but from doing some of these interviews, I feel like female comics, especially, are very supportive and lifting oh, each other up and lovely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's really nice. It feels almost like a kind of little club and you're all helping each other and being kind to yeah, each other. Yeah, it's important. Yeah. Come on then, tell me who's been the nicest. Oh, that's such a hard question. <laughs> who's been the worst? <laughs> who's been the nicest? Oh, well, I mean, I was so lucky um, when I was doing the Funny Women Awards that I had a mentor, which I don't... I think I don't think they do that every year, but they, they did... My year, and mine was Ellie Taylor, oh, and she amazing. was she's just the nicest person ever. She seems really lovely. Jade Adams has been really supportive of me as well, because we both sort of have a slightly geeky musical sort of um, <laughs> bent. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's she's been really supportive as well. Lovely, 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 lovely. Do you lovely get Jade. starstruck by anyone? Yeah, all the time. Oh my god, I almost was almost sick with starstruckness the other day because um, I just done a preview in the Museum of Comedy and then I walked into the dressing room to like have a fart and like a post show up and and like Ramesh Ranganathan and Joss Whedon were just Shut were just in up. there and they were like, oh hey, how are you? 
No. <laughs> it was amazing. And I was just like trying to be really cool. I was like, oh, hey guys, yeah. Oh God, especially as, hey, a, Josh, hey, as a, you know, fellow comic, do you feel like you had to go in there and be fucking hilarious immediately? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah definitely. You? No. Were you? Did you do your trumpet? No. Like, no, I'm not like, out. I'm not like a performing monkey kind of... What? Uh, Believe it or not, although I did actually, I did literally play the cymbals in one show that I that I did um, wow. in university. I was playing a a cymbal player. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! But they were nice too. Oh, so nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've I've not I've not met any dicks, which I know. Well, maybe not seen any. Not famous ones. <laughs> no. So disappointing. CK still around somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> No, I've had I've had a very very great time of it meeting lovely oh. lovely lovely people. Would you like to do telly and all those kind of that that kind of panel shows and stuff like that? I would like to because again, like that's the sort of thing that you that you watch and you're like, oh, I could do that, and like, oh, that would be so good. But I think because I'm not a stand up, it's sort of not my path really, um, which is also fine with me. Like I think I think I'd have to change quite a lot. Do you think um, you will at some point try the more traditionally? Maybe. It depends if I'm sort of struck with enough inspiration to um, write a non-musical show <laughs> about something. I I don't think it'll happen very soon, but uh, maybe. If like if I'm f- if if the industry like forces me to, if, if someone's like, "Oh, you need to write a stand-up show like to do this or that or the other," I might try and do it. But who knows if it would be any good? Because honestly, like, I've tried to write some stand-up sets for this for my new show. Yeah, what's um, it called again? Les... And it's really hard. Les admirables. There you go. Oh, and you say it in the proper French yeah, accent. Yeah, les admirables. Well, I like to say les misérables okay. in the French accent as right. well. Right. So. And, and do you do you sing other songs? Uh, songs with the tunes of les mis songs. No, oh. although I've, I do a kind of parody. Okay, um, good. But it's 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 sort of in the style of les mis rather than an actual. Uh, tune from Les Mis, but um, that sounds so awesome. Yeah, I've got one of those in. Um, Would you ever um, also write your own music as well? Because I know you tend to put them to the tunes. I do. Of. Well, yeah, most of the songs in my new show are yeah. oh, original tunes. Yeah, that which is, is awesome. something that I've well not been feeling pressure to do, but like have it's it's sort of been in something that people always ask. Then oh, so you because I've done so many parody songs yeah. and I love them. Yeah, I, I think parody is. The highest form of wit, agreed. Um, yeah. But um, not not everyone does agree, believe it or not. And so, like over the years, I've sort of been asked, like, "Oh, do you do you write original songs as well?" And I sort of thought, "Well, maybe I should try it." And yeah, and I sort of have. How many musical instruments can you play? You mentioned piano. Just piano obviously and guitar, trumpet, really. Oh, and mouse, my mouse trumpet. trumpet. Yeah. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> I used to do the Coronation Street. Um, Can you please do the Coronation Street theme tune? This is so good. Don't stop. Don't stop. <laughs> oh, there you go. <gasps> so says. good, Aria. I'm so blown away. <laughs> yeah, because I, I'm. You must have. So do you do you have are there rights issues with the songs that you've parodied? Fish, according to the actual law, no, okay. oh. because um, English law, which is excellent, <laughs> sometimes um, has a parody clause in it, so oh. it's an exemption. Um, but it doesn't stop people from from worrying about it. 
and nobody's been in touch to no. say. Oh, well, also, I don't, I don't really make any money from them, from the songs. <laughs> you can try, but like, try like, to me. <laughs> if, if one of these things went viral, yeah. maybe I'd have a problem. But you are writing your own music. Yes, I mean it's it's really hard to make them because apparently like, because the, the, there's something so nice about when you do like the reveal of the rhyme. It's so like it's. It must be an ancient art form <laughs> because <laughs> I feel like it must be because it, there's something so like inherently f- funny about it, and with audiences as well. Even if they know what's coming, yeah. they still laugh every time. It's so it's great. Because <laughs> Daisy, you're single, right? No, I've I've been oh, with the same are. lad for nearly ten years. Oh, okay. So you can write songs about love. You can be yes. write them about him, but it's weird when you're with somebody and writing about them. Yeah, and I do do jokes about him sometimes, and it's not it's not weird. Yeah. But um, yeah, like I've really not honestly. Like, I think having such a gorgeous, stable <laughs> living situation and lovely boyfriend. Oh, that's um, nice. After two oh, years he's wonderful. Together, you still actually think he's wonderful? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is that weird? So weird. <laughs> uh, Sorry. So no, it's not weird. It's lovely. It's lovely, and it's just nice. And yeah, and, and he loves the whole scene as well. Yeah. He loves coming along. He's not coming. Although in. he doesn't, he doesn't come to every gig. In fact, he hardly, he hardly comes to any gigs anymore because they are quite boring. Once you've seen, like, he's done the beautiful. Once boring. you've seen a, tr- a few, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's more interested. I'm, I'm, I'm. Weirdly enough, kind of in a band again, but oh, it's yay. it's a cabaret troupe rather than a you know folk band or whatever I was doing before. So it's it's completely unserious. Okay. But it's more it's more musical. Like yeah. I have to try harder to be actually like in tune and you know singing proper harmonies. Yeah, because and stuff you do like that. have a really lovely voice. Oh, thank you. But it actually, <laughs> sort of obviously, it's brilliant what you do, and I love it. But it seems a shame not to actually use it <laughs> yes, for real song, I do. real performing. I do. Oh my gosh. I know I said earlier that like no one's sort of reacted to very badly to, to oh, my material yeah. before, but um, I did a gig somewhere fairly rural, and um, a lady came up to me afterwards and said, "It's a shame you've got such a nice voice." <laughs> what a waste! And I, yeah, she al- she almost said, "What a waste!" Oh no! She said, but you've got, but you sing really well. <laughs> I was like, Oh, well, okay. X Factor is still an option then. Yeah. <laughs> you burnt your bridges with BGT. <laughs> right. Um, I probably should wrap things up, but is there anything else that you would like to plug before we stop talking? Uh, Harriet with the cool hair? Yeah, so obviously my Edinburgh show is the big, the big one I'm trying to plug, which is at 6pm at the Old Toll Booth Market, which is now Gilded Balloon. And uh, it's, it's a nice place. time, right? you there the whole yes. run. Yeah, the whole run, which I've done once before. And it, you you kind of have, I had a bit of a breakdown, I think, um, <laughs> I at the end of week two. Yeah. And then, but, like, it just, it's, you're like, this is my life now. Because it, <laughs> it just, it seems so much longer when you're there, because it's not all fun and laughter the whole time. No. And, like, every day, you know, is a, every day is long. Every day you're sort of doing multiple gigs, multiple things, like seeing multiple people. Yeah. Um, so much adrenaline pumping. Drinking well. so much cough syrup. Yeah. Uh, which is probably <laughs> not a good idea. But yeah, it's true. Um, crying in corners. Crying in corners. Yeah. But you, you just kind of get into the swing of it. Yeah. 
yeah, so you're and excited adapt. about it. I am very, I am very excited. And about everybody it, yeah. should go and see it. I'm gonna, I'm totally gonna come see it. Yeah, I do. Oh, yay. I'd love to see that. Oh yeah. Well, I'll totally just hang around afterwards. And Please do. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, my it's pleasure. so lovely to have you here. Um, and enjoy your chocolate. Oh, I will. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, everyone out there, for joining me. Please rate and subscribe if you have a minute. Thank you everyone out there for listening. That's it for season one of the Hot Mess Clubhouse, featuring funny women on stage and screen. The next series, I'm talking to funny women who write. Please come back. Bye, thanks. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.